Hello listeners and welcome to Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Jasper, and Theo. Make sure you go hit that like button, subscribe, and rate us on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Podcasts. We put out new episodes weekly, so you want to make sure you don't miss a single thing. And while you're there, you can also leave us a comment or two. Or, if you want to reach us more directly, you can DM us on our official Instagram at Making It Make Sense with IJT, or you can also email us at Making It Make Sense with IJT at gmail.com. What's going on, world? And welcome back to Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Jasper, and Theo, season two. We're back. We're black. And we're melanated. And we're going to keep it that way. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Making It Make Sense, season two. Tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about handling conflict in white spaces. My favorite. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see that's number one training topic. Oh, wow. Oh, God. <laughs> Isaiah, would you like to start us off? Do you want to say honor? Yes, yes. Oh, jump right in. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, oh, man. I, okay. I'm just going to, I'm going to say this because it's an authentic, authentic. I can't speak today, everyone, just so we're aware. Uh, a little bit of a speech impediment. Um, I'm going to say this because it's just authentic to me and it's just been a lifelong experience and, um, you know, and it's not necessarily, I I don't want to, I also don't want to qualify necessarily what I'm going to say, but I also want to be clear that if you know me and you're in my life, I've probably had this conversation with you anyway. So in some way, shape or form, but um, so over the last two years, specifically, but it's been a lifelong thing. But I think I reached this space where uh, I've been feeling a level of contempt for for white people. <laughs> and, you know, there's, there's two things about that, two streams about that for me. In one way, it's really, it's, it's difficult to say that. Um, and it not, and me say that and it not come from a place where, or seem like it's coming from a place where it's just like, okay, so I like have this like visceral hatred or something because that's not the case, but it's, it's not even white people. It's, it's, I have a, con- a serious contempt for whiteness and well, white. White people are annoying there. They could be <laughs> annoying in their yeah. whiteness and, 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 and their privilege. And it, and it comes from a place for me of, um, having conversations, for example, where, so one of the things and I've said this, I said this last season, and I'm going to say it every season going forward, because I don't believe in, I no longer believe rather, at, at least in the last, what, oh, actually, we're almost on year three of the pandemic. So I might as well say two and a half years or so, but mm-hmm. three, um, but I don't believe in having convincing conversations. So for me, it normally turns into this. It turns into, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna correct you. You figure it out on your own. I'm gonna allow you to be 
I'll, I'll allow you on a certain level to be in a space with me, but I'm no longer correcting you because you're going to go just go look like a fool in front of somebody else, another person of color, and they can correct you if they so choose and feel like it's their job to write. Um, and on the other hand, um, I also, the other reaction sometimes is just like, like, abject loathing of, of whoever says whatever it is, right? So, or of the lack of, of sense that I feel like is, is involved in whatever comment it may be. For example, um, I feel like there are, there are white people, and I don't know if this is in your lives necessarily at all, but there are spaces where you'll say something that is is either factual or it is your own factual um, knowledge wise or you're saying it, speaking from your own experience. And for whatever reason, they feel the need to either discount or question mm. whatever it mm. is that you said or correct whatever it is that you said. Because if it's coming from you and while they won't say that it because it's because it's coming from you, they must add to or correct something. and. I'm here to say this, it is not your place to correct me. It is not your place to add to what I just said. It is not your place for me to say, if I say something like I, I, am, I am addressing this space or it's coming from, from, you know, for example, for us, it is where we celebrate blackness, right? It is not your place to then add and also no, <laughs> no, that is that's Zip it. it. Right. It's okay shut to up. just, just shut listen. up. Yeah. And this and this brings me to this point. It is okay to just listen to people yeah. of color, especially because we have spent how many years listening to your ass. So bang, it's bang. that's so it, true. It, it's okay <laughs> if you shut up for five seconds and hear what your friend has to say. And and let me be clear and say this. I am very blessed to have people in my life that do that. But there are also people that don't do that in the world, like that just will literally go above and beyond to discount whatever it is you're saying. And I probably sound very like, like irritated about it because it's literally been going on my entire life. Like literally, like as soon as you, well, actually, no, not actually, Sally, shut up. I did not ask you, okay? I, I am sharing what I feel about this. Not even what I, I feel. Like sometimes, like I said, it's, it's factually based. But when it you is- You know what it is sometimes too? As people of, uh, as black people, we have been conditioned, we have been taught, it's been embedded in our DNA that when you are existing in white spaces, you are, what's a good way of some, how, well, how can I- illustrate this with my words you we are we we've been able to pick up on certain nuances nuances mm -hmm. and on certain cues because those nuances and those cues sometimes were life and death mm -hmm. so we knew sometimes not to say certain things in certain spaces because it could it's not just as simple as you getting in trouble or you getting reprimanded you were going to die so black people in this country learn to navigate those systems and navigate those spaces and navigate that part of our mind and our psyche in a way that white people have never had to. 
Black people since conception have been held accountable in a kind of way that white people have never been. And, and this is for all levels of Black people, young, old, light-skinned, dark-skinned, whatever. And so now in this atmosphere of growth and forward thinking and, and equity, white people are witnessing or um, dealing with things that uh, we've been doing this. So what's your problem? And we survived and we've thrived and we're thriving and we're growing. What's your problem? Right. And then it's like, you know, and I have to, and I got to say this too, like, you know, and, and for everybody listening, I'm sure you're probably going to notice that I'm sort of kind of using this as a venting session for <laughs> however, you know, um, Theo had said this earlier, like, this is Theo, Jasper, and Isaiah's house, okay? So going to emote and Theo pays the rent, y'all. Theo pays the rent. <laughs> Don't leave it up to me. We're going to be in a rare. <laughs> Let me get this chat. <laughs> but no, um, you know, it's just like, I, I, sorry, I have to reorganize my thoughts here. <laughs> but basically, it comes to a place where it becomes so frustrating that then you'll start looking sideways at everybody <laughs> like mm-hmm. about that. And I think that's something that's also hard to admit because if you say that in the wrong space, then it becomes conflated with, oh, so you're only reacting that way because of what you have experienced, not because I, as whoever that white person is, is actually doing anything. And it's like, actually, no, sometimes you you are just doing little things and you don't even realize you're doing them because you've never had to think about that you've actually been doing those things. Mm-hmm. So, right. That's the so- privilege. White privilege is a broad, uh, I, I, I paint everybody with the same white privilege. White privilege is something that all white people have and they all exist in that. Right. Now we have white people that opt into that and sometimes use their white privilege to highlight injustices and all this bullshit. But all white people live in that white privilege and in that white privilege mentality and in that isolated white privilege world where they speak a certain way, they behave a certain way in a way that their black counterparts cannot. Not. So and get over it. And, that, and that's the other thing too, it's like, like, you know, and again, like in saying this, and I don't, I don't have to say it really, because it's, it's just, you know, it's our experience and it's how we feel. But it's not anecdotal. Get over it. <laughs> but I, it's anecdotal, one hundred percent. But it's also like, like you know, I, I guess because, and also, you know, what makes it harder. And then I'll shut up a little bit about uh, <laughs> about my experience. <laughs> but um, I think what makes it more difficult is because I know that there are white like I've experienced that there are white people and not just allies but co-conspirators that Hello. do act okay because just another announcement ally is not enough co-conspirator is what we're looking for not ally ally is you say a couple of words and that's it co-conspirator is this co-conspirator is you and I'm not going to say use, you weaponize your white privilege for, for people of color to advance or to protect them. For every example, time, every okay. minute, every second, right. of every day, for every example, year. 
every publicly, year. not privately, but publicly. Yep. Yeah. Publicly and, and private, both and both. Well, exactly. publicly is more effective. I need you to publicly do it. Yeah, I just in the private of my home yeah. or our home or. But in, in in saying that, Jasper, so all the way around, mm-hmm. like sixteen, publicly, privately, personally, professionally, and all yes. across, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll give you an example of that. Exactly. I have a friend, one of my best friends. This is like a sister to me. Okay. Um, actually, two. Excuse me. This is referring to two people. One of my best friends are like my sisters. When we were in our, and this is another example of some people that just already understood it before uh, June of 2020, when some people just started going, oh, oh my God, this is the problem. Like, and all that. Like, it's, there's people that already got it. Um, When we would drive, when we would drive anywhere that was a distance, or if it seemed like it was maybe like a, like a, backcountry place that maybe it's not a good idea for me to be driving. It wasn't even always where I thought of it first, or I would think about it, but I might not say it first. They drove every time. If we drove, we drove down to um, Myrtle Beach, they drove literally and told me why. Like it wasn't just like afterwards, like said, uh, it was, there's definitely certain states that you should not be driving through or that you should not be in the driver's seat for. If uh, if you get pulled over, I even had, even when I lived in Virginia, there were, and there, that's why I say, it's so frustrating because there are people that really get it. When I lived in Virginia, several, several white friends would intentionally, if we ever got pulled over, it was like, that like we would, like they would either like, okay, let me hear, I'm, I'm driving, I'm speaking, don't say a word. I got this, like people, there are people that know and that got it. And so that's why it is very frustrating for me to see like, don't get me wrong. I'm glad the world blew open with this shit, with this shit, please. Because good, now it's your turn to be uncomfortable because we're tired, right? But like, there's people that knew 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years, I can go on and on. There's, there are, people that are non-POC that got it already. So- Because it's trendy it, now. Right, and to me, miss me with the trendy bullshit where it yeah. involves ethnicity. It's trendy life. for me to stand up for my black friends and say, yeah, yeah the like, white privilege hear, stops here. Honestly, like, and I don't want to, I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to hear that today. Okay, I want to hear that before. I don't, shut up now. And shut that's where you're talking about the exhaustion and the contempt. We've been doing this. We've been known this. You are late to the party. We are now in a, and and I am that way with white people. Like, I don't got time for your passive aggressive bullshit. I don't got the time for your racism or for, oh, I didn't know any better or or all these other underlying shit that you got to go deal with. I don't, I didn't got the time for it. I, we are so advanced that right now I can go speak to someone in Mumbai and get information about what's happening in Mumbai in real time. You can go educate yourself in some, uh, some real life American issues that impact you, that you and your ancestors have perpetuated. Like uh, that, I ain't got the time for it. This is like, we've been, we've been stuck in the fourth grade this whole time. And now it, it, it was just time for us to graduate and to move on to something else. And if you are in your whiteness, 
with your bizarre issues and your bizarre mannerism and your bizarre way of thinking, go fuck yourself. Not bizarre. <laughs> yeah, because it's what it is. It's a bizarre way of thinking that it just makes me feel like nasty and uh, yeah, go fuck yourself. And we're, mo we're moving forward. And if you want to be a forward thinker, you have to think forward. And these, a lot of people just don't and just, just like, yeah. And yeah, it just, it just, it's, it's disgusting. <laughs> How about in Arkansas, Jasper? <laughs> Jasper, because I know I like I just was going off. Like, but what are yeah, what what are your feelings about just conflict wherein it pertains to, you know, the whiteness, you know, um, either in your, your life, your professional life, your personal life, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I uh concur with what uh, Theo said. I don't have time for it. I don't have time. I'm not explaining nothing. I'm not educating nobody, no white person. I'm not doing it. I don't do it, and I'm not going to do. It. I don't because there's you can there's ways to research and find out and learn for themselves. They really want to know and we want to understand. I'm not about to sit here and give a 35, 40 minute symposium symposium about blackness and the struggle of being black. I'm not about to do that, and so I don't. I don't. In 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 when it, in those spaces, I, I purposely avoid situations where I have to even have even a, a, an ounce of potential clashing because I don't, I don't have time for it. I don't have time to, I don't have time for the white tears, the white fragility. I don't have time to, to be made to be the, the, the villain of the situation when I'm actually the victim in the situation. I don't have time for that because, you know, they're, they quickly turn it on and turn it off. You know, they know how to turn that, turn that, uh, that, that those white cries on, the white tears on. I don't, I don't have time to to engage in that. So you know, I don't. I don't have time. I don't. You know, I, we shouldn't have to. We we've been living this. Been, we've been living through this for for eons. So you know, if they don't get it now, they're not going to get it. And I'm not going to try to force feed or try to browbeat someone that does not that doesn't take the time and does not really or genuinely care to um, understand because it, it's it's pointless. It's, it's, it's pointless. 2022. Yes. It is no longer our job to educate white people. It is no longer our job to, to behave different and co unnecessarily co-switch around um, white people. Mm -hmm. uh, we uh, Equity has been a thing for a very long time. And I have the right, that's why when I'm in white spaces, if I am annoyed that day, you gonna know I'm annoyed. If oh, yeah. I am angry, yeah. you gonna know that I'm angry. Okay. I am not going to oppress and suppress those feelings because I'm worried about what you think or what that might give off. Yes, I'm angry today. And I have earned the right to be angry today, just like you have, Sheila, and Brian, and Bobby. I'm no longer apologizing. Wow, those are real specific yeah. Wow. I, I, okay, Very specific. I am no. not going to uh we i should be able to exist in the space with equity at all times and if you don't understand that you will fall behind because the tides are changing the times are changing and you have to change with the time or you are going to be fall you're going to be falling behind and then you're going to grow old to be an old grumpy trump supporter talking about delusional shit that makes no sense in this present moment in time. And that is what it is. And that's what I tell my nephews. That's what I tell my child. That's what I tell everyone. 
that is black. Be your true authentic self. Well, then reason again. You know, be <laughs> your true authentic self in these white spaces. Be the the be the magical melanated being that you are, and do not think about these things or these isms that we never created because we've always been amazing. Oh. These motherfuckers just catching yeah. up today in 2022. Oh yeah. Um, I, you know, it's 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 I and I agree with that. And you know, I, I guess some people because I've had a conversation. Um, where um, I was in a group of people of color on Clubhouse, and we actually talked about blackness and about you know workplace, and they said that they um, go by the stance of basically you working working within the game, which means that they said they basically would you know allow themselves to be disrespected because they're afraid of the consequences, so they rather just take the disrespect, suppress it. And move forward, and 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 I was just like I was blown because I'm like you know there are people that, there are people like that that looks like me and you that thinks like this that says okay well you know what I'm not gonna make it I'm not gonna uh, uh, use my voice make my voice heard I'm just gonna deal with it and, and it, it'll get better in time but I I let them know I don't operate that way like I'm gonna say what I want to say you're not gonna disrespect me white I just can't let a white person no no there's no way no so I, gonna... I think all black people. <laughs> All black people, I think, it is my belief that have we have a PhD on implicit bias, on yeah. racial bias. We yeah. know there we pick up that we we know that energy, we know that aura, we know that smell. We 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 have like a uh, like a tenth sense because mm. we have, we build up more than the senses, the average sense because of these conditions. Survival and when we we when we sense it, trust me, believe in what you're feeling, believe in what you're experiencing, and do not let people gaslight you into these dumb implicit bias and these bizarre racial biases that these people have created. Moat, speak. If you are an eloquent, if you are an eloquent person, make sure that you are a machine gun with your words. Make sure that you are a wordsmith. Be very intentional. But that's the problem. Again, that's me. I am purposeful with my language. I am purposeful with my actions. And I am going to call it out. And yes, I'm going to make you uncomfortable. And yes, I'm going to ruffle some feathers. And yes, it's going to uh, bother you. But you're going to get over this shit. You're going to learn today. They don't speak, but that's the problem. They don't speak. That's the problem. A lot of black people will not speak. They will sit there and allow themselves to be disrespected because they feel that's the only way they can get through because they're afraid, afraid, afraid. It's like you have a voice. Let your voice be heard. You can express yourself in an intelligent way to get your point, to to let them know that what you're feeling. You can use your voice and allow your voice to be heard and not uh, tolerate and accept disrespect on any level. In the workplace, outside the workplace, we have the right Express and give them back their labels. Take yeah. off the labels. Those labels were not tattooed on us. Exactly. Give the them back their labels. Give exactly. them back their definition exactly. of the magical melanin that we are. We define who we exactly. are in the, in the spaces that we are in. Exactly. Use your voices. You don't, we have a voice. It's, I mean, it's time for us to use them. One of my coworkers told me, oh, well, and they're white. Uh, and it, there's a certain way that white people have to speak to me, and there's a certain way that melanated people have to speak to me. Now, unfortunately, that's just the rule of the game. Yeah. Um, 
a white person can never tell me, and in general, I don't like when people tell me, oh, well, you said this. I said, no, 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 you can tell me what you heard. Don't tell me what I said. You can right. ask me what I said, and I will gladly tell you. Mm-hmm. And you can, you have authority over what you heard. You don't have authority on, and try to indict me on what you believe I heard. Because again, before you actually hear what I said, there's a lot of implicit bias and racial biases that are blocking your vision and blocking yeah. your ears. So you cannot give accurate factual statements because you got work to do. Hello. And I have to tell, I told this coworker and this coworker up to this day has yet to ever say, or even spoke, spoken to me again, but just thank God because they're obnoxious. <laughs> but there are, have ever to say, oh, um, I, you said, They've come to me when they've had the, they had to come to me. And they said, oh, well, I, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I heard you say, I said, there you go, learning, Sheila. There you go. Sheila? I nip it. I nip it because I sensed it. And it's not us being sensitive and it's not Black people being sensitive or Black people trying to be um, politically correct. It's people of color and Black people saying enough is enough. Exactly. This babying and carrying, I am not a kangaroo and I don't got a pouch to carry your ass around. And why do, you know, and here's the thing, it's like, why the right to comfort for you while I am just, I am uncomfortable, right? Why, the, why do you have the right to comfort? Because I haven't had that right. So why do you, it, it's very, it's just very strange to me sometimes how like, like it just in that whiteness, like things will just like the stuff. And I was saying, I was saying this kind of offline, the stuff that will come out of the mouths of some white people where you're just like, did you really just, you said that like, or whatever. And you that's what, <laughs> like you, <laughs> you said but no, like the stuff that'll come out of, and you're just like, whoa, but that has, I have to say, you know, that kind of stuff though has caused me to, because I'm going to say something, I'm going to, I don't know if I had said this to you guys before, but I know when we talked about like who we were in high school, I mentioned um, that I wish I would have valued my blackness more, right? Mm-hmm. But one of the ways that I feel like that that has really expanded in my adulthood is now around my, I mean, obviously around my, my best friends and stuff like that, but like just, you know, you know, tears of friends and, and family members and things like that. Now I, I'm like, I'm going to be blackity, blackity, black when Hello. I feel like, right? Like I'm going to be blackity, blackity, black when I feel like being, like when I just all the time, like, why not? You know, like, I don't, why do I have to code switch this? Why can't I just- Oh, why do you have to tone it down? Why do I have to, right, why, why must I adjust the diction of the word? Like, why must I adjust anything? Why like, do who you- the fuck? You can just, tune it down. You, okay, know. listen, because I ask you to adjust your passive aggressive tones, do I? So you're gonna you're get this- here. <laughs> Implicit bias, party of one. Implicit <laughs> bias. And, right. and, when I, and when I pick up on implicit bias, I'd be quick to send you an email at work and then be saying and sending you a definition and sending you links so that you know I got you. Oh yeah. I I got you. We're, and we're no longer and, 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 and if you don't do something about it, 
the next thing is going to be you're a racist. Because remember when we were very cautious before in calling people that? Because we didn't want to hurt people's feelings and we didn't want to hurt our allies. No, there's implicit bias, unfortunately, that we have learned mm -hmm. that's been embedded in us because of society. And once it's pointed out to you and you do nothing about it, you're complicit. And I'm going to say, you something. like it. Sorry. I'm going to say something. Here's another thing. Okay. If you call yourself an ally and you become offended by someone, anyone either calling out racism or being diverse or inclusive, newsflash, you're a racist. Sorry. There we go. <laughs> like, there, I'm we go. there we go, ally. And it doesn't, mm. it doesn't mean that you're a, you know, freaking super right wing hick from wherever it what it does mean though is that you have whether it's inadvertently for you or not leaned very hard into that little racist generational generationally passed down racism because here's the other thing hot take just like we possess generational trauma from our ancestors and the things that that they experienced so do you as white people you really think that that the racism or implicit bias that you have towards people of color just came from you? No, it came from all the people that came before you. The other colonizers. The other colonizers came from all the other colonizers. Well, you know what perfectly illustrated implicit bias and a different form of racism? Do you remember Get Out? Oh, oh yeah. Hello. <laughs> Get out perfectly illustrated. Actually, literally. What, what we Black people, Black men, Black women experience sometimes from Black, from white people. And it's just bizarre. So you don't necessarily have to be a hick living in the mountains with no mm -hmm. education or no whatever to be racist or be embracing these ideologies. Mm -hmm. You could be a Harvard professor. You could be a police officer. You could be the you president be one of, of my United States. Coworkers. You could be the president of the United States of America. Hello. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, know yeah, that was a perfect example. You know, that, that was a perfect example of all that. Perfect example. And they, and they did it in a way that, you know, people should have understood it, watched it, should have learned from it, should have been informative. Because it was definitely- no but, the, no, but they loved it. They love the sinking place. They love the sinking place. Oh, did you see how she put him in a sinking place mm -hmm. with that spoon, mm -hmm. drinking her tea? Mm -hmm. Like there was a message being told. It was a message. Message. And once again, and this is what this podcast and these three melanated men are about. We're not here to comfort your whiteness or your white fragility. We're not here for your white tears. I'm not even going to offer you a tissue for your white tears. I might offer you my cup so that I can drink your white tears. <laughs> We're speaking <laughs> facts. We are speaking facts. We are speaking anecdotal, anecdotally. And if you are not embracing that, then you need to self-evaluate and you're a racist. <laughs> Period. <laughs> and, I racist. Just want, yes. and I just want to say that. I just want to say that. Um, you know, this podcast for me is 
I mean, not to get all like, you know, like sentimental, but for me, it's, it's important because to be able to sit alongside two other Black men and really celebrate our Blackness and center Blackness, because I want to make sure everybody that is listening hears that. This is not about centering you. You are here to listen. You are here to learn. You are here to celebrate with us. And sometimes to be entertained. And to be entertained because enjoy laughing. But we also want you to understand that we are celebrating and centering Blackness here and how beautiful it is from our experience. Because it is a beautiful thing, even though it has been littered with with struggles and strife, it's still a beautiful thing to sit in our Blackness. And so because we're here to celebrate and center that, if you're racist, click it off. Pop out. <laughs> yeah. Well, remember that thing I posted about being Black? Like, we didn't, we, we didn't actually be Black, but we live in that Blackness because Black is what? Black is an adjective, adverb, and all the above, and I we, and that and that and that's the thing. And if, if, what's the word that you said? You're not. You don't need to be an ally. You need to be a what? You need to be a co-conspirator. You and, do not. And and, th- and that's the only kind of people that we want. We want co-conspirators. And we if you're not going to be a co-conspirator in the message that we're delivering here, in the entertainment, and the facts that we're providing, and and anecdotal things that we're sharing, then you need to opt out. The, the days of white comfort are over. Oh yeah, we don't do right, white fragility here. Sorry, y'all. No, no, no. No. Because when we express black discomfort or fragility, oh, that's angry. That's aggressive. Can you imagine if we were black women? Oh, we'll oh. be bitches. We'll be bitches up here. So. <laughs> oh, and by the way, just so y'all know, black women are the shit. Period. Period. And we yes. wouldn't be here, the three of us, obviously, but the world, this country will not be where it is today if it wasn't for Black women. Period. That part. That part. Bloop, bloop. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. I think that was a, a, a good end. That's yes. a good way to end this episode. Black women, <laughs> Black women, we love you. We respect you. We uplift you. You are the bee's knees. Yes, you are the backbone. The backbone, neck bone, thigh bone, all, all, all the bones. You are it, honey. The whole body. Yes, <laughs> all of it. So until next time, until next handling time, folks. Black people, handle your shit in white spaces. Yes. Keep that same energy. Keep that yeah. same energy. You got Period. this.